time to cinch up, pull your hat down, and ride with the Native Cowgirl Podcast. Here's your host, Cheyenne Wilson. Welcome to episode 27. This is uh, one of those things where I'm like, should I do this? Should I not do this? So honestly, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get right into it. So today's episode will be a bit shorter than my normal. Um, I hope you've been... I guess, loving, enjoying, whatever you want to call it, the interview style podcast that I have been doing. I've had the pleasure of chatting and interviewing some of the coolest women, I feel, and it's just been a real pleasure to get to know them better um, and then also share them with with you as well. So I want to do, do this quick recording today. I'm actually in my living room. I am in the middle of an issue with a mayor, and uh, things are getting a little bit Um, all the ropes are coming tight at once. Let's just say that. So let me tell you guys a little bit about me and what's been going on. So, well, and you probably know who I am, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast. We're now 27 episodes in, so I don't think there's anything left unsaid. Well, maybe there are, and, and that will come in future episodes. But, um, I am a fifth-generation rancher, and I actually have been living up here in Montana with the spring, taking care of our mares and soon-to-be foals. So we have a half-draft breeding program, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Lazy69Ranch. Uh, We also have a website that is very minimal right now, Lazy69Ranch.com. Um, and it's all spelled out, you guys. There's no numbers in there. And let me give you guys a little side note as well as to what that name is all about. And I'll, I'll just be pretty blunt here. It really perturbs me when someone is nasty minded when it comes to that. And I'm just going to say it. It pisses me right off. <laughs> I'm just going to say it and sorry. Uh, it just is what it is. So if you are an agricultural person or you have any understanding at all of Western people, you will understand that a brand is a very important thing. In fact, if you look around, some of the most famous ranches in history are named after their brand. For instance, the Four Sixes Ranch comes to mind. Um, I, I'm I'm struggling here, but you know what I mean. Like the Four Sixes is one of those iconic brands. It's Four Sixes in a row. There's no questioning, you know, what that is. Um, and then there's other ranches too that you know through time they've been known by their brand. And if you look back in history, um, you know, a lot of times things weren't called the um, Sunny Ridge Ranch. They were called the um, I don't know, the the Bar 7 Ranch. You know, I, I can think of a big ranch in South Dakota that raises bison, and they're the three sevens, and it's three sevens. So as I'm saying that, and I, I got a little bit upset there, so because I had all these ranches lined out with all these names, and this is how I roll. I just talk off of out of the air. I, I don't have anything written down when I'm talking on these podcasts and I just kind of wing it and that is kind of how I live my life. So either you like that or you don't like that. So anyway, the reason I wanted to tell you guys this is that um, my my dad actually is the one who came up with the Lazy 6-9 brand. He and my mother um, began ranching when they first got married in the very early 70s and that was their brand. Um, and actually, a lot of you don't know this, but when I was quite small, uh, my parents incorporated and they named their 
well, corporation, Cheyenne Cattle Company. And that was like a huge, I mean, that was such an honor for me. And I remember my dad, because I have a brother and his name's Wyatt. And it was kind of like, well, why did you name, you know, why did you name it Cheyenne? Like, why not Cheyenne and Wyatt or what? He's like, he'd always joke. He's like, well, my next company, I'll call it Wyatt Cattle Company. You know, so anyway, um, that has since gone by the wayside. But when I was little growing up, I was always like, oh, I would love to, you know, have something to do, be a part of Cheyenne Cattle Company. That would be so cool. Well, obviously that corporation went by the wayside. My parents moved to South Dakota in very early 2000, and that's just how it went. But the Lazy 6-9 brand was associated with Cheyenne Cattle Company. So when Shane and I started our half-draft breeding program, draft cross, whatever you want to call them, but we really focus on half-drafts, meaning we have registered percher and studs, and we have a registered gypsy vanner stud, and then we have quarter horse mares. So really, that is what a half draft is, is one parent is a draft horse and the other parent is a quarter horse. And that is what we specialize in. Now, along the way, we have raised some draft crosses, meaning the stud wasn't a full percherum. But what we have found is that we just really enjoy the half drafts. That's not to say, you know, in the future, for instance, we did keep um, last year a stud out of our black Pertran stud. We don't own him anymore, but his name was Beethoven um, and out of one of our amazing driftwood mares. And we have kept him. Hopefully he will grow up to be a stud for us. And he's a beautiful blue roan with a big blaze down his face. He's just gorgeous. His name is Maximus. He's quite the character. But he is half Pertran and half quarter horse. So when we put him with, say, our half gypsy, half quarter horse, we could call those half draft because they will essentially be half draft horse and half quarter horse. But if we put him with just our quarter horse mares, then they would be what I consider a draft cross. And honestly, a draft cross, that term is very loose because that could mean they're you know, a quarter draft, an eighth draft, a 16th draft, like who knows what that is. And, you know, that's one of the things about um, when you're buying a crossbreed, so to speak, of anything, whether it's horses or dogs or whatever it is, you may not know what you're getting. If you don't, if you're not buying from a reputable breeder who knows what, you know, obviously who is, you know, very knowledgeable about what they're doing, then that's one of the things that's going to happen with that. So just a little bit, I don't even know. I went down a rabbit hole there. But when we started our, our breeding program in 2017, um, I my dad's like, well, what do you want for Christmas? You know, and if you know most ranchmen, he's not like, he's not going to go to the mall and go shopping, right? Like, it's just kind of a standing joke that all the packages under the tree were from mom and dad, but we all knew who had done the shopping, right? And my dad has always been a good gift giver too. When he gets something in his mind, he's uh, that's what he's going to do is he's just going to give you a great gift by what he decides. Of course, my phone decides to ring. Anyway, um, I digress. But my Monday, when my dad asked me that, I was ready for him. And I was like, you know what I would really like? I would really like to have the Lazy 6-9 brand in Montana. And he kind of looked at me and he just goes, because we knew we were going to have our breeding program up here. And, you know, we have the land for it up here and stuff. And our cattle were in South Dakota. And I just was like, you know, I would really like that. And he's like, 
okay, well, well, I'll think about that. And I was like, okay. And when Christmas came, here comes this envelope. And sure enough, there were the brand transfer papers in there. So that was just such a fantastic thing. I was just overcome and, and it really became the cornerstone, obviously, for our, our brand, our, our, our ranch, I mean, and it is our brand. So um, I could go on and on and on about that. But basically, um, it means a lot to me. It's a family brand. It was a gift. Um, it is what we have created our entire ranch slash brand about. And when someone you know, does that, it really, it's one of those things. And you might really think, wow, (laughs) when I say this, but when people say things like that, I always think, you know what, your IQ is showing, you know, you are very disrespectful. I can't believe you would say that. And I'll be completely honest with you. 100% of the people who have made the comment, and this is all through social media too. It's been men. So I'm like, you know something, guys, that's just not cool. I mean, why would you say that, number one, to a lady that you don't even know? You're on social media. Like, why would you even allow yourself to be presented in that way? And and so that's really, I guess, I'm not going to keep talking about this because I could go on and on and on, but it's very disrespectful. And if you're listening to this and you know somebody who is that way, I really hope that as a friend or a family member, you would say, you know, you need to kind of like zip it because that's just not cool at all. Um, And it is not meant to be that way. So a brand, obviously, I mean, I've seen all kinds of brands and you can get as funny as you want with them. But in all seriousness, we take it very much to heart. Everything that goes on with our brand, with our ranch, with our breeding program, with everything that we do. So with that being said, um, I actually am up here in Montana, like I said, er, uh, alone, uh, fulling out mares. And of course, I have stumbled across a few problems. And just last year, I had some problems. Um, I'm not even going to say, you know, last year I lost my really good, two of my really good horses and I lost a mare and a foal and it was just devastating. And, you know, that's the one thing about raising animals that is not the fun part. It is one of those things that it's not for the faint of heart and you have to understand why you're doing this. And you also have to understand that not everything is sunshine and roses, you know, and so that is one of the things that I am dealing with up here and time is of a factor. Um, I also got my real estate license um, in late 2021. I actually got my license. I I passed the course in 2021, but then took my test in early 22 and passed. And I actually am associated with um, a great organization out of Fort Benton, which is up by Great Falls in Montana, um, called Quarter and Associates. And so we we specialize in farm, ranch, and recreational properties. And I've been super busy with that, and it's been really fun. I, obviously, being a fifth-generation rancher myself, I know a lot about, aka, ranching. <laughs> I know a lot about, you know, um, things that maybe a lot of people don't understand, water rights, mineral rights, um, fencing, you know, perimeter, cross-fencing, you know, like AUMs, like how much, how many cows can you run on that land, things like that. And so it's been really fun. Plus, I get to implement my photography and videography skills when I'm listing properties. So it's been kind of fun learning that. And I'm it's I'm very serious about it. I, I just think it's awesome. And um, I had my first closing a little while back, and that was exciting. I've got another one under contract, getting ready to list a couple more places for sale this week. 
um, just lots of exciting things going on. And so, um, and on top of that, I'm also the social media director for Art of the Cowgirl. So in a lot of my interviews, you might have, you know, noticed that I have been interviewing quite a few Art of the Cowgirl people. I have met and had a lot of new connections that have grown into friendships from Art of the Cowgirl. And that's, you know, when they asked me to come on as their social media director uh, back in April, I was, it was a no-brainer. I was like, absolutely, um, because I enjoy doing social media. I love the mission of the Art of the Cowgirl and what they're doing and preserving the cowgirl arts and putting that out, you know, in front for the public and understanding what ranching is and things like that in a positive manner. It's just uh, been amazing. And so I'm really enjoying that as well. Um, but what I'm finding is that summertime is extremely busy. Um, obviously, calving season is busy too. But for some reason, well, in South Dakota, my boys are taking care of that, meaning my husband and our son. And then Stone, our son, is up here with me part of the time too. So it's kind of like back and forth. But I am just I'm busy. I'm so busy, in fact, that I have pretty much slacked at doing my podcast. So the reason for this short thing, as I say, as I'm rambling on at 12 and a half minutes now, (laughs) is that I am actually going to step away for a little bit. And I don't know if it's just going to be the summer. I imagine so. I actually have some really great people lined up to do more interviews with, and they're busy as well in the summer. I mean, really, honestly, on a ranch, when is there not a busy time? But this is an extremely busy time. And I've just got so much going on that I realized that if I can't do something to the best of my ability, it's best to just kind of put it to the side for a second while I kind of get everything else up to speed and then come back. So that's really what this podcast is today is to let you know that I am actually going to take a break. And I did this last year and I actually felt really bad about doing it last year. But as I took that break and then as I came back, I realized that, you know what, I don't do this podcasting for a living. Um, This is just me, myself, and I. And I love putting people out into the world, you know, sharing about others. But this is my time. And so I need to take that time and put it to the most use, meaning investing that time in our mares and foals, um, investing time in building up something exciting that is coming for us up here as well, which I will share more with you at a later date. Um, And then just, you know, enjoy life with my boys as well. Um, You know, our son is growing up so fast and any of you with kids understand how that goes. And it's like, my gosh. And also, um, you know, the place that we own up here is where my husband grew up. And if you've ever um, been around like an older homestead, farm, ranch stead, whatever you want to call it, um, a lot of times, you know, nobody threw anything away from that era. You know, Shane's grandparents were born in the 30s. And one of the things is, is we're going through and we're just kind of redoing some corral and we're redoing some fences and we're, you know, getting rid of some things that maybe we don't, you know, need like old farm driven or not farm driven, horse driven equipment that doesn't work anymore necessarily, but might be a collector's item, you know, those kinds of things. And all that takes time and sweat equity. So uh, that is what we're doing. And, um, you know, We're just uh, chipping away one day at a time. So anyway, I I will end this and just say that, you know, I really appreciate you tuning in. I really appreciate all of your support, whether it's for the Native Cowgirl, um, my writing and photography, or maybe it's for Lazy 6-9 Ranch, our foals and our USA Raised Beef. You know, all of those things matter a lot. And I just really appreciate it. And um, I just really wanted to say that today and give you an explanation because I could have just, I guess, not said anything.
something and just let it sit. But I'm just not that type of person. Um, I value communication and I wanted to communicate with you as well. But if you need to reach me for anything or if you have ideas for guests coming up, because again, I will be back, um, please reach out to me. You can do so um, on the Native Cowgirl Instagram page or on Facebook, or you can even message me on my website, thenativecowgirl.com. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it and I will be back. So with that, take care and you have an awesome summer and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Native Cowgirl podcast. Please take some time to rate and review this podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.